Hello, you are listening to a very special edition of the Youthscape podcast. In fact, it is the Christmas special. It's Christmas Day! I, I'm it's excited. Special. I feel like this is one of the reasons we got into this whole thing, so that we could do a Christmas special. Actually, I know that everybody knows we're not actually sat here. What? On Christmas We're Day. in my living room! But I would like, seriously, I would love that. I genuinely would love Christmas Day, like with the whole youth ministry community. Really? Not your family? Well, and them, they're part of Oh, and of them it. as well. Yes. Okay, fine. But this is great, so happy Christmas! Happy Christmas! Now, I wonder whether you are listening to this on... Uh, some people will be listening to this sometime yeah. in, uh, after Christmas Afterwards, Day. Afterwards, of course. But there, well, I think there will be a small group of people who've just like... A remnant. ...have just crawled into a corner and just can't take any more Christmas. And, and, and I'll tell you what it is, Martin. And they're they, listening to this. They've been because they're youth workers. They've been lumped with the Christmas Day service. And oh, their yeah. church did last night, Christmas Eve, and the Christmas Eve late night service. After a bit of sherry, went. Oh, I don't want to do tomorrow. Can you do it? So probably those dear youth workers that have actually had to pull out the donkey mask or the donkey costume. Yeah. And do the Christmas Day service. That's quite a picture you've painted. <laughs> so uh, it so, is. <laughs> so if you are listening on Christmas Day, a special Yuletide greeting. <laughs> uh, from all of us on the Escape podcast team. Yeah. Uh, but you probably, if in that case, you probably don't want us to talk about Christmas that much. You're probably no. sick of Christmas. That's Turkey. why you're listening to yeah, this. exactly. You thought you'd get a bit of normality back in your life. And, and we are that normality. We are. Isn't that a lovely thought? We're a consistent friend in your ear. That's who we are, Rachel. <laughs> I think we've suddenly gone. Mar- Martin, when you go pastoral, then the youth ministry world know they're in trouble. Oh, yeah. You've gone very pastoral. Is this what you're like on Christmas Day? I'm concerned. I'm trying to picture you as your children. I bet, I bet you're a fab, fun daddy. I Christmas, uh, so I've had I've had sort of under threes for the last 11, 12 Christmas days, oh which is a glorious thing. Yeah, it is. But it just means that they always start at like, normally the day starts at six anyway, but yeah. with the added excitement, they start at about five. And so you've got an hour and a half of Peppa Pig where you're trying to hold back the inevitable tidal wave of expectation. Um, although I grew up in one of those, those families where you couldn't open any presents until like mum and dad had come downstairs yeah. and they'd made a cup of tea yeah. and you couldn't sit there at 3am ripping open the, no. you know, there was real discipline in the Saunas household and we had to wait and do you know what's happened is I've become that dad. No, but you extend the fun though. I think that is the way to do it. Otherwise, 6.35am, all the presents it's all are open. open, it's all over okay. and all that's left is to open the packet of nuts that like no one was allowed to open until Christmas day and let's yeah. just face it, that ain't fun. No. So... It's wonderful that it's not just you and I reminiscing over oh, Christmas yeah. gone by. Who's this? We have between us, like a rose between two thorns. Like an elf friends. between two Santas. <laughs> between two bad Santas. We have Matt Adcock from the London School of Theology. Woo, 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 woo. Merry Christmas, Matt. Merry Christmas, oh, Matt. Thanks, guys. Thanks it's, for it's giving up your Christmas great morning. to be here. Um, <laughs> I was going to say a long-term listener, first-time guest. So. Um, oh, oh, you're you the listener. You knocked so. that out of the park. Yeah. In that case, because it's a Christmas Day special and because you actually are a bona fide listener, we have got a Christmas present for you. Oh, look at that. There was a rustle there. There was a rustle. Not rustle wood from downstairs, but something for you to eat. Oh, my goodness. What is it? This is actual Christmas cake. It's Christmas cake. And it's cake that you can eat, I believe. Yeah. Are you a celiac? I'm a celiac, yes. So cakes I can eat are rare and... 
This, is this a Martin Saunders creation? No, this is Marks and Spencer's creation. Okay. And this is the producer it's definitely, Rachel. It's definitely gluten free, I'm just checking is it, this. Yes, yeah. made yeah. without yeah. wheat. Yeah. There we go. And is yeah. it allowed to take a bite on air? Is that, I hope so. Yeah. We can't all part. eat them at the same time. Mm. So you have yours now. Yeah. Mm. So, so it's good that we, we, we've got you to eat it at the point we're introducing you. That was it's a great moment to give you a bit of cake. You guys are pros. Yeah, we really know what we're doing, as you can tell. Well, I think while you're eating that, I'd like to know people's Christmas films. What What is ah. your go-to Christmas film? And, and like on your Facebook post... Yeah, we'll put a moratorium not, on Die Hard. Yeah, no Die Hards. This mm. has to be Tinsel Jingle, some related stuff. Tinsel Jingle? I mean, it has to have those words somewhere in wow. it. Wow. Something to do with those elements, those core elements of the Christian Christmas. Yeah, for me, it's Sound of Music. Which <gasps> what? It's, it's not everyone's Christmas film, but it is... Really, a Christmas film. The Sound of Music is a Christmas film. How is it a Christmas film? Where's the Christmas in Sound of Music? If you watch it, Martin, you'll see there is a Christmassy scene, but it's. A Christmassy scene? Yeah. We've been quite hard on our guests. Like, he's allowed to like. No, but no, 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 but listen, Matt Adcock, right? Let's let's talk about the other reason we're talking about Christmas films is because Matt has an encyclopedic knowledge of films. I see. He's a huge film. Reviewer, and you, you do, you write I reviews. Do. I write reviews you for love films. Good reviews you go to the film, yeah. you go to the movies every week, every week. so you know a lot of Christmas movies. So I'm questioning Sound of Music. Okay, I just think it's, well, it's a bona fide classic. I could have said Home Alone because, yeah, oh, no, again, yeah. You know, also good. I'm with you on that. But um, I just have a thing for Sound of Music. I'm, mm. you know, and now I've, I feel like it's therapeutic to say it on air and get it yeah. out because. That was a releasing moment, wasn't it? I can yeah, tell. It was. That is beautiful. Keep eating your cake. How then... did you feel <laughs> in the sound of music where you know when um, when Rolf comes looking for them oh. and uh, and he tries you know they're all yeah, they're yeah. all hiding. Uh, they've got out of the, the concert yep. and they're all hiding and then Rolf comes and blows his and you just it's the ultimate act of betrayal, isn't it? It is. Rolf. I mean, you know, you think you know someone, even if they're a Nazi and then Yeah. Uh, apparently not. Isn't that I mean that's everything, isn't it? So, right, so I don't know if that's going to stay in. Yeah, you cut nothing that. about betrayal, although maybe it is. It's Elf, and actually yeah, for me, it's good not. Choice. It's, good choice. it's not even watching it. It's the soundtrack. So in my family, me and Jason Daisy, we go and get the Christmas tree, pushing an old battered buggy yeah. up to the train station, our local tube. Brilliant. We buy a real Christmas tree from a lovely geezer called Mick. We buy the same size, same price every year, always from Mick, and then we push the Christmas tree back in the battered. Um, buggy back to the shopping centre smiling at everybody who's like what are they doing um, is that like their pet like no it's a Christmas tree and then we put on the elf soundtrack have mince pies cup of tea and we decorate the tree Aww. and that is our Christmas tradition and the greatest moment in elf musically of course is the duet in the shower yeah are they in the do you, shower do you and, oh, yes, uh, do remember them do you no, and, uh, and no. Jason reenact that every time it rains it rains burning from heaven that's the one that I love yeah. but we don't enact anything anyway, I don't know why I like the shower scene so much Honestly, moving on, this is Christmas Day, it's family viewing. Come on, what, yes. what's your favourite So, Christmas it's film? a family film, it's a family film. Okay, so mine is like a dirty secret. Okay, right, because this is then. a shameful favourite Christmas film. Okay, okay it's really love shameful. It is love actually. Oh, you boom, you know this guy. Oh, wow. And I feel so guilty because I know, I know that love actually is a disgusting bourgeois film about, you know, fake people. There's no poverty in the world of love actually. Oh, you, true, all yeah. human life is there except you know, anyone below a sort of in- yeah. income of 40 grand a year. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and there's there's a bit in it where Marty McCutcheon, who, you know, she's a bit dodgy, but she's okay, she's going to be all right because she's, she's marrying the Prime Minister. Yeah. 
Martin, sorry to spoil the film. Martin McCutcheon says to, to Hugh Grant, who I love deeply, yes. he says, she says, um, I live in, at Harris Street, the dodgy end. And then, and then, I mean, have you been to the dodgy end in Wandsworth? But he you goes to, the, to it have in his, you, yeah, his car. Have you been to the dodgy end of Wandsworth? It does not look like the sort of beautiful million, row of million pound houses that he then walks along and does Good King Wenceslas. Yeah. It's, you know, they hide the poor in love, actually. It's a terrible thing. However, I know, I know. I know I what's know. wrong with... I, know, I hate that Jezebel article. I've read it. Well, I, I know that all people think love actually is terrible, but I, it just it makes me feel so it. warm. It does make you feel warm. And then how about, Martin, if we're going to be in this zone, let's... I've got two words for you. The holiday. No. No, no. you've gone I'm, too far. Yeah. You've gone I too think, far. No, that is... I mean, this is like... What would they call themselves? The um, Three Musketeers. Yeah. I mean, that is like... You've gone too far. Boom. That's a beautiful moment. The, the holiday is... is, is, <laughs> is I hate the holiday. Yeah, I'm with you, Martin. They're so different. Yeah. Right, Do you, you like Love Actually? Cringe. I actually like Love Actually. Yeah. yeah. You see, they're very different, aren't I'm they? I'm also a big Q Grant fan, and after oh, his yeah. Song and Dance of Paddington 2, exactly. it's immortal now. Yeah. Um, what about ancient but, films like. Um, ancient films? Well, the ancient Christmas films, what are they? <laughs> From the days of <laughs> no, yore. <no>. Like <laughs> Miracle on 34th no, no, no. yeah, Street. It's a classic. And uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, it's a yeah. Wonderful Life. I, you see, this is my thing. I love the idea of loving It's a Wonderful Life. I just don't like Oh, like, you'd rather watch Love Actually, wouldn't you? I think the holiday. I'd rather no. watch. Oh, come on! I would rather watch the holiday. Oh, oh it's vacuous. Anyway, it's just, oh. anyway. Sorry. So yeah. uh, people might have tuned off and turned yeah, off. Yeah, all the holiday festivals. This is Christmas. This is Christmas. So everyone's excited and with us. We have got our dear friend Matt, who has now finished his cake. So I feel mm. we can now ask you some profound things. And you work for the London School of, In- of Theology. Correct. And you have a T-shirt with the word theologian across the front, and you're also a volunteer youth worker. Yeah, all of those are true. So, so, what, so what's your role okay. at LST? What, so, let's start there. Sure, I'm the director of communications at LST, um, which means I get to do the fun stuff. So, you know, edit the magazine, make the website, do social media. I don't get to teach any theology, but I do kind of absorb it by osmosis. Mm. Uh, yes, we all have theology T-shirts that say theologian on. Um, we're working on a new one actually that says eat, sleep, exegete. So, as, a, as an LSE wow. graduate, you'll know what that means, and yes. you'll probably wear one. Yes. But, um, That's beautiful. Eat, sleep, exegete. Yeah. I love that. You can have a repeat afterwards. Yeah. You know, I love that. Right, so, uh, so so how long have you been involved at, at London School of Theology? It's, it's a little it's, while now. Yeah, six years now, which is probably the longest I've worked anywhere. Yeah. So in communications, you tend to move, move around. Yeah, yeah. So why have you stayed for six years? That's a good question, and it's one I often ask myself. Okay. The, the answer to that question <laughs> is because I actually love the place. It's yeah. doing a good job. It is actually building the kingdom in a really relevant way. And when it creates graduates like the lovely Rachel Gardner, then you know you can't really argue. I with was going to say, you? do they have paintings of their famous alumni on the walls? Is there a is there a large picture of Rachel on the There's, on the chapel wall? Perhaps <laughs> it's not a large picture. We do have uh, cohort pictures of all of the uh, people who've gone through the walls, and it's great to look back on the changing hairstyles and fashions and yeah. all of those. Um, I was at LST, so yeah. my was like, Who's So if you want to see a kind of who's who of the Christian world when they were much younger and in their college days, and this is a place to you can do a viewing gallery of it. Yeah. Can, I, can I tell you something about those photos though? So in my three years I was there, we were a bit naughty and we would, uh, each year, so if you look in the, in the early 90s, 
we would go and get so late nineties. I was there. Sorry. We would go and get like random strangers from Northwood High Street <laughs> and get them into our photos. So there were two photos where we'd brought in people that are not from LST for the, really? for the college great. photograph because we just thought wouldn't yeah. it be hilarious if when they're going through the names in the back, like who's that? Anyone know who this is? No, I don't know who this is. I love that. There's there's so much more that's been done as well. The best one is 91. So if you ever do go down the LSE corridor, Mm. check out the 91 photo because um, we have an actual standee of Robocop which someone sneaked in there. So we can now claim that... No one noticed. The future of law enforcement actually studied at LST. So Matt, I guess theological education is having to move with the times. I would think of LST as a forward-thinking uh, institution. So, I mean, you've just been there six years, but you may have seen change even in your time in the way that, that uh, LST is kind of modernising. Um, but what, what, how is that? How is theological education changing? Okay, well, yes, absolutely. We've taken all of our courses online, which is a good step. So it means you don't even have to come to LST now if you want to study an LST fully funded degree. Um, but also, we're introducing little modules on specific topics. And as a, so we have uh, one on ethnomusicology, which is world worship, in case you don't know what that is, songwriting, evangelism, and in a not too long future, we're looking at things like youth work as well. So as well as your passion for theology and for LST, I share that passion as well, um, you're passionate about youth ministry and, and you're a volunteer youth worker. Tell us a bit about that. Where do you do that? Yeah, I'm the leader of the youth work at Hitching Christian Centre on a... Uh, Sunday morning you'll find me with the teenagers we do a lot of good stuff and we don't normally tell the senior pastor about it in advance because we find it's better to ask forgiveness than permission I mean what level of forgiveness are we asking are we talking trashing the building no no not trashing the building but we have (laughs) we have um, got congregation members to wear Pokemon hats and then send the young youth into the service during the sermon to go and steal them off their heads <laughs> without telling anyone in advance that sort of wow. thing you know. I'll have a little bit and you you because you like to use technology as well in your youth work as well we do so PlayStation yeah we have a PlayStation 4 um, which we utilise there's a brilliant game called Move which you can um, play with Move controllers mm. and it's like kind of semi-contact sport so if you turn the lights out everyone has a controller that's lit up and then you kind of have to knock each other's controllers out of their hands to be the last person standing it's what Jesus would do. It's, a, it's, it's a good amazing. Game. Do you have many injuries with that? Or? No, we obviously carefully risk assessed the situation course, beforehand. Of uh, uh, but it is quite competitive. We find that the actual leaders can be the most competitive in the room sometimes. And, I, and I've talked to you about this before. I, I, do you not have a quite interesting and novel way of incentivising attendance at your group, of, of helping them to think about coming along? Yes, week it's after true. Week? I mean, part of my marketing background. Um, can I just put context on this when I was a kid I never wanted to go to church the, the youth work there was awful won't name it but um, mm-hmm. I had to be dragged along in fact it was so bad I used to try and hide from my parents on the pro- premise that if it was made them so late they'd be too embarrassed <laughs> to actually take me to church and we'd get out of going That's at all clever kid, yeah. well you know so my main mission now is to make it so good that no kid wants to hide from coming to HCC they actually want to go and bring their friends non-church friends all of that mm. so what do you do? so one of the things we do which uh, as well as obviously instilling a huge biblical knowledge and uh, life skills for them, is to play a game called Fives and Twos. And this is a very simple game. You basically drop dice into a box. If you get a five or two, you lose those dice. If you throw around with no fives or twos, you add up your score and you keep going until you've lost all your dice. So winner on the day gets a bag of sweets, which is okay. But the winner, we have a high score for the whole year. Winner of the whole year will get an iPad to take home. Oh my goodness. So, yeah, look, that game just 
Change nice. Every time you come, you get a chance to play mm. and to get onto the high school. And the kids think that it's a, you know, a skill game. It's really not. Mm. You know, it's brilliant because it's all ability. You don't have to. You know, um, it's accessible to yeah, anybody. All young people. Yeah. And as long as you have a leader who can add up the numbers on a dice. Ah, okay. There you go. There's your problem. But um, <laughs> what we've seen is this. You know, people don't quite get this. They go, "Why would you give away an iPad? That's that's beyond you know anything you should." And it's also bribery. Mm-hmm. But it's, I'd say it's grace. It's un, unexpected mm. grace that Jesus would kind of you know demonstrate. So these kids don't have to earn this. There's nothing they can do by merit to get it. They just come, mm. and brilliant. someone will get it. And we've given it to various people over the years. This one girl, she was from a fairly disadvantaged background. She just cried, just oh. cried the whole morning when she was Aww. giving it to it. Another girl, who I won't name, um, she's she's from a slightly more well-off yeah. uh, background, she donated it to, to a project. Because she, she said, I, I've got an iPad, I don't need another Aww. one. So, so yeah, you can see the whole range of, of reactions there. And I think that's a good talking point, rather than, ooh, we shouldn't give young people an iPad just for coming to church. Yeah. But, you know, let's start the conversation by doing something like that. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I think I'm going to... Are you going to make that for your church, Martin? I've been oh. signing up for my supernova voice. I feel like there's a thin line between bribery and marketing. And that's the space in which you professionally operate, isn't it? It is, and, yeah. And so um, I just wonder if there's a learning point there for all youth groups. Should we actually be thinking about marketing? Should all youth leaders be thinking about marketing as part of their their job? Mm. Well, can I just, before you, sure. you answer, and you are the expert, so it's not about my voice, but I, my gut reaction is an absolute unequivocal yes, in that I think we, we, um, we're we not very good at marketing to young people. Like, why? Because often we work with young people who have to be brought by families, um, or they have to come because it's a church school, or whatever mm. it is. We we almost do that, treat them mean and keep them keen, rather than say, actually, we really believe this is going to be the best place for you to be on a Sunday morning, and mm. we're going to do all that we can mm. to really up that message. So I'm... <clears throat> behind you but Matt now tell us yeah no I'm speech I'm completely with you on that as well the best marketing we've found is word of mouth you know Ah, if you bring a young person to church and give them a great experience and they go and tell their friends isn't that fantastic Mm. if you give a young person a bad experience at church either they won't talk to their friends because they're too ashamed of being there or they'll tell their friends and their friends are I knew it it's rubbish I don't want to go so let's use our young people by giving them the marketing flows through them because they've had a great time I think I want all my young people to go out and and evangelise on behalf of the youth work of HEC. But I think how things look matter as well, don't they? And I often think like sometimes the flyers for our youth events are just so scatty and they just look so awful. And like I wouldn't want to go to that event, let alone yep. like a thirteen-year-old that has so many other blues of things. So it's true. You have to have yeah. quality control, yeah. um, and you have to be able to push back. I worked for one Christian organisation, which again I'm not going to name, but there was a, a pervasive attitude of things going. Oh, well, this isn't very good, but it's okay because we're doing it for Jesus. I was like, whoa, that's that's not oh, yeah. honouring for Jesus or anybody yeah. else. You know, I have a lot of non-Christian friends. They look at the stuff I do very carefully and they'd love to put it apart. But if I can put out good stuff, it actually evangelizes in another way. They're like, oh, actually, this is good. And it's, oh, Christians have done this. Okay. Mm. Mm. Great. Now, um, just thinking about LST again, but sure. continue to think I a little think bit about, about LST. Me too. But, um, but, but thinking about LST, but also youth ministry at the same time, those two things have gloriously collided with a new uh, uh, M... M- How do you pronounce it? If, well, we say an MTH. It's an MTH. It's, a it's not an M... We guys are saying we use M. Yeah, like a moth. A moth, I know. I thought you were going to say Methodist, and our new principal is a Methodist, but... Yes! Love your new principal. We love him, yes. Calvin Samuel, for those who aren't aware. Yeah. 
So, uh, so, so let's call it the moth. You, uh, let's not call it the moth. It sounds like a really lame superhero. Yeah. The moth. The moth. <laughs> um, so, so what is this uh, new exciting partnership between LST and Youthscape? It is. Well, I mean, it's such an exciting partnership because someone will get to come and study an, an MTH, which is a Master in Theology, which is a research degree. So you won't be taught theology. You'll be going out and actually doing a research project, given a supervisor, uh, one of our faculty. And I suppose the joy of being in partnership with Youthscape is that the placement is at least partly going to be based at the Youthscape Centre for Research here in this very building in Luton. Absolutely. And we're not far away between, you know, our campus and your fantastic boot mills building so it's going to be an exciting opportunity and the best news potentially of all is a lot of people want to do a masters in theology but don't have the money yes the good news in here is that this is a fully funded place what yeah so that's madness rather that's than crazy. putting down your own 10 grand you we will do that for you wow and um you so can come so how do people get on then how do they sign there's up one spot it? right there's one there's one there's place one place initially but yeah. who knows where this might lead yeah okay um and I'm glad you asked about the, how people get in touch. At the moment, you can register for information if you check the Youthscape or the LST website. So the URL you need is www.youthscape.co.uk forward slash MTH, just those three initials. Or if you go to the homepage of the LST site, there'll be a link to it there. So it's an amazing opportunity for somebody to, to, who's really interested in theology and research and youth ministry to, to actually get a fully funded uh, uh, masters. Yeah, I mean, right. it really is. It sounds a bit too good to be true. Where's the catch, Matt? Do they do they then belong to LST? Well, you'll be an LST graduate, and we may use for marketing purposes. Okay, just saying. And your photo but, um, could appear in the same Hall of Fame as Rachel Gardner. Indeed, oh. it almost certainly will. But the best thing of all is that the research output, the report, will mm. be made hopefully widely read and available, and that will be a joint badged kind of um, yeah, output. Really. The first oh, of many. That's really awesome. And I think we, there's a hunger, isn't there, for good sound research out there at the moment. There's some excellent pieces coming out, but we need more. So come on, people. This could be you, or it could be someone that you know. So uh, stuff that rest that cold turkey down, yeah? And when you feel ready, get on to either Youthscape or LST website and find out more. Do you, um, do you Christmas in your house, yes. Rachel? What, yes. what is, what is, how is, how does Christmas Day look? Wow. Let me take you back. Well, um, as a family, we were obviously homeless when I was a teenager, so we lived with different people. And what started then was just being in different places at Christmas and, and then moving to Ashburnham Place and having Christmas with 200 other people, often who were on their own at Christmas. So I have kind of internalised this. I love being with more people on Christmas Day. I really enjoy it. So um, we always try and do Christmas. We, we invite ourselves to people's places. We uh, My husband's a curate, so we have to stay put. And we're going to do Christmas. Um, we are having Christmas today with Help the Aged. Are you? So our church opened the doors to, yeah, to help the aged of... Um, put us in touch with people in the community who are on their own who happen to be elderly but we've, we've opened the doors wide to anybody that wants to join us and it's great fun it's brilliant you are an inspiration Rachel no Garner. I just I'm an yeah. extrovert that just likes lots of people to make a fuss of and then to make a fuss of me so. Matt Adcock how did, how did the Adcock family spend Christmas um, the day itself is very traditional we'll do church and then we'll come home and eat until we can't actually stand up anymore <laughs> right um, yeah that's the plan and television and then lots of television. Yeah, there'll be some good movies, obviously. Yeah. Um, board games? Some board games, yeah. yeah. I'm a fan of any type of game in terms of, you know, be it old school board game or new school um, video games. 
The ones you can play with your phone and a PlayStation are good. So there's a new one. You can try and solve a murder mystery and everyone in the room uses their phone. Oh, but the PlayStation no. hosts it and you see film clips and it says one of you gets to choose what happens next. And you can disagree with each other and kind of like argue wow. about who the killer is That's and stuff. Cool. That's a lot of fun. Like phone PS4 Cluedo. Yeah. That but with brilliant. Um, kind of like uh, CSI actual visuals happening wow. in front of you. So yeah. Wow. wow, that's amazing. I think we should come to your house for Christmas. That sounds really good. And do you do, um, do, do adults get presents? Because like, there's, a, there's a move now, isn't there, to do kind of a secret Santa so that the kids get presents but the adults don't. I mean, I mean Matt Adcock is the biggest man child I know, so I'm there's no way he doesn't get presents on Christmas Day. You called it, Gadgets. Martin. We, we've um, refined the art of present giving between my wife and myself and the kids because, uh, how do you say, without embarrassing them, the in-laws, when they first got to know me, yeah. didn't know what to buy me uh, as a son-in-law. So Gail might have said that I liked X-Files back in the day, which dates us a little bit. Oh. I got X-Files everything that yeah. year. Socks, yeah. you not fed trousers, the kind of lot. Are you here? still getting X-Files gifts? Um, occasionally. But wow. now, the reason, what we do is we actually make a list. So it's not as surprising, but you do get exactly what you want. That's and nice. no one doubles up, which nice. is so win-win. Uh, you see, we got into a weird family secret Santa thing where we had a price limit, you know, like, and, and you'd write out, yeah, like, know. what you might like, and you swap places, but in the end, what happened is, you sort of, you knew what you were going to get, because you'd written the list, and then people just reverted to, like, can I have a gift voucher, and so then it just was six people Aww. exchanging money, Aww. it was like, this is just a circus now, <laughs> well, you just stand in front of a cash machine, might not you, well, and just put it back in, yeah, yeah, oh, that's not the spirit of the season, but we so- we've solved it this year, we've, we've, we've stopped doing that. And essentially, in, in my house, I'm afraid to say I'm the opposite of Matt. Like, the adults do not really get a look in. Mm-hmm. So we got, we've got four small children, smallish children. And so it is totally about just cascades of wrapping paper. I am, again, I've become my parents. But I'm just the guy who immediately grabs a black sack. I'm like, there's too much paper. There's too much mess. Can we just stop? My wife is just like, just leave the mess, leave it, it's fine. I'm like, but you won't be able to see the floor. And so I'm running around clearing up, basically. Are you all wearing matching pyjamas? Please tell me that the entire Saunders family are all in matching pyjamas. festive one. I think that we we, we need to see photos of that. That'd be hilarious. My kids all have onesies, like different animal onesies. Yeah, onesies, yeah. But I don't... um, You have a youthscape one, right? I, I, you know, I like to walk around the house naked. To be honest with you, so. what? Even we're at so sorry where that went, yeah. listeners. You, you, you can try like, to disagregate that from your mind. They were feeling a bit nauseous yeah. post like figgy pudding, and that's yeah. just so. I know I am now. Yeah, we're all a bit nauseous. It's right a little now. Christmas treat for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> right, I, I, I am feeling so strategically placed tinsel. <laughs> wow. And mistletoe. Now, I, Martin, just so you know, we're going to have to do some special Christmas shout-outs. Yes. I am feeling within me being born the the, the ending, the mother of all endings. If right. you want to, if you want to land this, you've podcast, got the ending. You've got to get in there, okay? Because we've talked about <laughs> this. I don't know if we've ever talked about this on the podcast. We often talk about it afterwards. Rachel has done like twenty years of preaching on platforms now, and basically, she's learned to close. The Close deal. She closes Shut the deal and she, she ends with a response <laughs> and a call good. to action no, and a may you. She's like Rob Bell. <laughs> wow. May you this, may you that. You see her in the queue at Starbucks. She does it there yeah, do. after she's ordered a coffee. Yep. She closes, you Bless know, them. tries to speak into their lives. It's always it's always that, and I I begin to close, and then she just whooshes in, and she does the and yeah. she, you can you can tell she's got a sort of Christmas she's, benediction, just yeah, just ready. waiting there. 
just there. And um, and I, I'm 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 not gonna let it happen. <laughs> Producer Rachel is actually wheeling her away so that I can finish as my Christmas present. Finish I a podcast. I've been it to you, Martin. Right. Uh, we want to say a, a big hello to Ollie Deeks and Mrs. Yeah. Deeks. We want to say a big hello to Len Kegler and all the students of Nyack College. You. Who, and by the way, LST, match this. Uh, give out credits now for people listening to our podcast. You get credit, academic credits, Man for listening shocked. to this podcast. He's Actually, shocked. this one. With yeah. you. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? So hello to them. Uh, if, if Len hasn't now been fired for exactly that. Uh, so hello. And uh, and also to uh, Aaliyah Pike, yes. who has joined our list of, uh, of shout-outs. So hello to all of you. A very Merry Christmas to each and every one of you. And to all of you, wherever you might be and whenever you might be listening to this. And Rachel, Rachel's really not going to say anything. No, I'm not. She's desperate to. I'm quietly praying. I'm interceding on your behalf, friends. It's okay. The richness is coming your way. Just, just out of Go on, Martin. Just close it down. Are you sure? Yeah, go for it. Because I feel like you've got something. No, I haven't Do you really. have a word for us? I haven't really, no. Okay. <laughs> have you enjoyed being on the podcast, Matt? More than I can say. I, I have got one question. How does someone get to be on the shout-out list? It's quite arbitrary. And we had a sort of awkward moment a few weeks ago um, where we kind of decided we couldn't allow everybody who's been named to stay on the long-term shout-out list. Okay. So we can do one-off or a couple of times... Um, but but we've just pruned it down to those three. Is it a financial incentive? I mean, if you give me a you know a, a doctorate or something, can you do that? Can you have that doctorate? We, we do have honorary doctorates to give. Yeah, you honorary doctorates. You would have to prove your worth to uh, you know. I mean, appeal. I've I've been I've been involved in the Christian subculture, writing <laughs> mediocre articles for what 15 years now that's, that's true is there a yeah. doctorate in that I think there is definitely a doctorate I, I give that to you I give you the doctorate you are clothed in love and affirmation Martin send these dear listeners out with, with love ringing in their ears do it Martin go on, you've just it. done it no you're doing you just it done, you've, oh. just it. you've just done it I we you love it. you we bye love you. bye <laughs>